Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst The trailer looking at Billy Bones Paolo DiCaro West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Mum's Podcast Podcast. Podcast episode 13. My name is George. I'm here with Sean, as you probably guessed. Hi, Georgie, Georgie. And I'm with John, who's who's here. Hello, in the studio. International man of mystery, John is. How weird is that? That's what, what? we were just watching. What? Um, we were just watching Austin Powers, actually. Yeah. Um, a bit of Austin Powers. No Reese tonight. Ah, he's poorly. Get well, Reese. I know you never listen to the podcast or contribute that much, but uh, yeah, get well. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here for the last podcast. I wasn't. I wasn't. But I did send talk. some. Uh, I did send some uh, clips in, and you yeah. missed the eight-minute review that I sent in as well. Oh so no! You cut me down. I bet everyone really missed that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> they probably. Well, I'm sure uh, everyone's really looking forward to your uh, Barry Hearn interview going up live. Yeah, yeah. We haven't got round to that, have we? I've oh, been a bit busy. Is that like the uh, best off episode? No, you do it, no. Do it at I've the got end to of the season. This, the Barry Hearn last episode. So I've done parts four. So the last time we met. I've done part three, four. Well, I've done three before. I've got the last one to do. But I am waiting for George to do the edit as well. And I am aware I've got to tell you what to edit. I can't edit. Well, I don't know what to edit. Yeah. Barry Hearn will go up. But the problem is I've got a few more articles coming up. And I've, I've just got... A, I did the, the gap, Mind Your Gap one, which I'll talk about later. And obviously we've got the fans forum coming up tomorrow. And I've got to report on that. But once I get that out of the way, I definitely do the, the Barry Hearn final bit. Right. Busy man then, yeah? Busy man, busy man. Trying to earn a living and uh, and be a governor of two schools as well. Let's talk about West Ham, shall we? Yes, talk about West Ham. Uh, let's talk about the two disappointing away trips that we've had since we last done an episode of the podcast. Yeah. And you went to both of them, Glutton I did, for Punishment. I did go to George. both. Did you hear that? There was a big creak in the door. If you didn't hear that, that should, was... Should we carry on? Let's, let's just carry, carry on. on. We're in one of those moods. We don't care if you heard the creak. Maybe you didn't, but we're just going to carry on. Because we like that. And yes. it's like a live show. 
anyway, yes, let's talk about the two games. I went to both the games. Maybe some would say I'm a bad omen. Yeah, you are. You're a bad omen, George. But I was at the Fulham game and we won, so... Tell us, before we start... And you weren't about sure. Yeah. And yeah. we won. Yeah. But you weren't at Tell Palace and we lost. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about your dissatisfaction in missing the kickoff at Palace. At Soas Park. Well, in all fairness, I got into the ground about 10 to 8. Yeah, to be fair, you tweeted out you were still having a beer like 10 minutes before kickoff. Well, no, we walked straight through about 10 to 8. We were, we were queuing up to get to our seat at about 5 to 8, and I didn't get into my seat till about quarter past 8. Did you, had you been drinking? And it wasn't even my right seat. I'd had like two, three beers. Okay. I, come, I had to work that day, so I didn't have that long and, in the pub. And how much did a Crystal Palace away ticket cost you? It George? cost me £35, I think. That's not too bad. Not really, no, but it is like watching it in a shed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wasn't too impressed with the infrastructure and with the, the, the way that you have to go into your seat. There was two entrances to the blocks. There was 3,000 West Ham fans there. That was always going to be a problem. Yeah. And uh, what was and the there was a, like? Actually, there was a third block open, and they had two stewards stopping you from going in that block, even though it was all part of the same away area. What was the view like, though? He was all right. I had a good, I had a good, had a good seat. Good. Had a good seat down the front. Um, mainly because I was on an application with lots of points. Did they um, sell out? Yeah, well, I think we did. Did we not? No, did they sell oh. the whole ground out? Yeah, I think it looked pretty full. You're pretty only full here up. for the West Ham. I think we sold out. Did we not? Sure. West Ham. Yeah, we sold out our allocation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how'd you go on with the game, George? Yeah, yeah, tell us yeah, about the game. Game, not really much to say, really, John. You watched uh, it on the stream, though? Every, everyone, I would it imagine. Was on the on telly, I think. The majority, oh, yeah, sorry. the majority of the listeners would have watched it because it was on telly. It was on BT Sport, you're right. Um, and I get BT Sport, so I watched it completely legally. I thought it was typical West Ham, lots of chances, no goals taken the first half. We were the better side, and, and, then, they, and then they scored, which was against the run of play. Um, and then. And we, who has to be Shamak? Of course. And you know the bet I've got with a Palace fan. I do, but some people may not. So uh, I bet on another podcast, um, EPL <gasps> You've done another table. podcast? Uh, I've been on all kinds of Cheater. podcasts lately. I've been on Liverpool one, and I'm about to go on a Sunderland one next week as well. And I was on BBC Radio. Did I mention that in the week? Now I'm being bad, barred from uh, Talk Radio. I was on BBC Radio as well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> talk Radio. Talk Radio. Right. Uh, I, um, you want to talk a bit slower, Sean, do you talk? Sorry, and yeah, so I had a bet with a Palace fan that if Shamak scores six league goals this season, I will buy him an iPhone 5. I also made a bet with a Liverpool fan on their podcast called Anfield Index last week that I would sing You'll Never Walk Alone if West Ham lost against uh, Liverpool, which uh, I will have. I did that forfeit last night. But don't listen to that. Did you? I did, yeah. I don't know why you'd make that bet. It's quite clearly we're going to lose. Well, I had to draw as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great bet. <laughs> yeah, I did murder the song, if that helps. Always. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, back, Sorry, to, back to the game Did you watch the game, Sean? I watched the game, um, and like everyone, it was frustrating because the first half we dominated, we just couldn't score. And, and yeah, it was completely again. You just thought a goal would come from West Ham, and completely again to run a play. That git Shamak headed it in. Git. Um, but to be fair to Palace, uh, they did play a lot better second half. 
but the they stats uh, is I don't have you got anything to say about well, the game he, before the stats because the stats say a, a, a slightly different story than than I remembered shall it. Shall I read the stats? Well, oh yeah, I mean I remember the game being a good half for us and a bad second half. Yeah, but I do think it's all starting to look a little bit like. But we were enough. half the stats. across the back and hoof up to the front Long balls Crystal Palace 71 West Ham United 93 You don't want to hear that then that, George that, Did <laughs> you hear what John had to say? I did yeah He's a wise wisdom A lot of our listeners like what George has to say uh, Sorry that John has to say and don't know. know what we have to I say Because we talk shit Fully aware Yeah uh, Most long balls Doesn't matter uh, Player rate oh, West Ham had 11 shots with 2 on target Palace had 10 shots with 5 on target And possession was 48% in West Ham's favour I just want to say on long balls, 37% Palace. How does that work? Yeah, what's going on there, then? Uh, done I, it again. I, I you, just made them up. you just made them up, didn't you? Really? It was it, it was 37% Palace. Was it? Yeah. I just didn't change the 48. So that means 63% West Ham? Yeah, it did, yeah. 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 But we did have a lot of possessions. I was saying it was going backwards and to across the back and just in front of the halfway line. And then hoof to the front. Yeah, but that, that, that does show hoof. that. So I thought they played more long balls than us. But 71, Pulis, you'd expect to play. But 93, that's shocking. Shocking was, It really was a poor display. Shocking. And I think it's a real shame because I think our midfield now is probably our strongest part. Now that um, we've got no read, our defence was solid, wasn't it? Well, we've it? got no downing now, which... Um, oh, we've got no... Um, good good Tompkins, links. Tompkins good, out, Yeah, it? good link for... Um, the player ratings. Stuart Downing topped the player ratings at Crystal Palace. And uh, and as you know, he got a gash. <coughs> yeah, that oh. was in the Liverpool game, though, so yeah. let's talk about yeah, that. Right, yeah. James Tompkins came second in the player ratings, and Ravel Morrison third. At the bottom was Kevin Nolan. Surprise, surprise. And above him, Sam Allardyce. Yeah. He's not a player. I know, but... Speaking, like of, speaking of Sam Allardyce, and since we've got quite a few things to get through, let's yeah. listen to what... Let's hear what the gaffer had to say. Sam, how frustrated are you this evening? I'm frustrated and angry. Um, I'm, um, I'm more angry by the fact of how we've gifted Crystal Palace the goal when we're in complete control of the game. And I think it was actually the first corner in the 37th or 38th minute and... All we have to do is defend the second phase, which we practice, you know, every single week. You know, every si- we actually went through it this morning. You know, so mm-hmm. everybody has the markers. Everybody's told who to mark, and uh, and when you do uh, basic errors like that, you're going to pay the price at this level. And today, even though we're in control of the game and in control again after the after that, we couldn't find a way through. We've ended up losing the game. We certainly shouldn't have lost. Goal disallowed as well. Was it one of those nights when decisions big and small went against you? Well, uh, you know, for me, it's it's not a foul because uh, when, it, when I go in and see the assistant referee, is going to say that uh, uh, Joey O'Brien is pulling Shamak's shirt and I'm going to tell him, well, Shamak will pull in Joey O'Brien's shirt the same amount, so why have you given a free kick and not a penalty then? Uh, in fact, you shouldn't have given anything and the goal should have stood. And um, that got us back in the game and it might have lifted us to go on. But when the officials get it wrong as well, when it's in that that particular area, then it's very disappointing, uh, uh, you know. But uh, you know, those those decisions when you're a goal down, particularly to get you back in the game, are critical. And when they go against you, when they shouldn't do, and I think everybody will agree when they look at that, that both people were tugging shirts, and Joey was not tugging 
uh, Shamak's shirt any more than Shamak was tugging Joey's shirt. So I thought it was given for offside at the stage, but the uh, the fourth official told me it was a foul. And now I've looked at it, and I've looked at it from the angle of the assistant referee, and unfortunately he's got it horribly wrong because it was a great finish from Stuart Downing. You said it would be a waste if you won on the weekend and didn't win tonight. Do you stand by that? Yeah, we've wa wasted a opportunity to make sure a team below us doesn't catch any points up on us. And um, it, uh, as I always say, away from home to the players, go and try and win it. But if you can't, make sure you come off here and don't, having come off and not lost, and certainly against the team who are lower than you, because these are six-pointers. And the six-pointer means that when you see the table tomorrow, that's Crystal Palace on 10 points now, and we're on 13. And uh, if we wake up tomorrow with a draw, we're on 14, Crystal Palace are on 8. Uh, that's the difference, you know, and we've uh, shot ourselves in the foot today and uh, and we uh, really are very, very, very disappointed about that. And it's all right and no good to the players saying to me, well, we had this vast majority of the game, we had this much more possession, we had this much more opportunities in the opposition's final third, but still we've lost 1-0 and well, that, that's what we shouldn't have done. What will it take, Sam? Consistency, back-to-back -back wings. What's going to need to happen for you, for you and your players to get that? Well, for us, it's not about it's about not losing, you know. And I think that, uh, you know, we uh, struggled for goals, but uh, didn't um, finish teams off to win more games prior to this spell we're having. But now we're making basic errors too often, and which are costing us games that we've lost. And uh, certainly, uh, I can point to the Norwich game where. They get on the way when my goalie makes a mistake. I can point to the Chelsea. They get on the way because Demel makes a mistake. And again today, um, they get on the way because Joey O'Brien made a mistake. And, and those mistakes have to get cut out. We didn't make a single mistake like that against Fulham. Uh, they didn't have a single shot on target in the entire 90 minutes. So why did you come away on a Tuesday night at Crystal Palace and make that basic error? It baffles me when we, like I said, when we... We practice so much and we do the finer detail for these boys. And uh, these boys at the moment are not remembering that finer detail as much as they should do when they're out on that pitch. Finally, is Ravel Morrison OK? He looked like an angry young man at the end of the game there. Yeah, he's, well, he's like everybody else. We're all disappointed when we lose, you know, and people react in a different way. And uh, as long as he doesn't get himself into trouble, then you can show your displeasure as much as you like. Cause I'm very angry myself. Uh, but... Uh, Sometimes you've got to let it go and uh, you've got to let it out because uh, if you keep it in, you know, it's, uh, it can af affect you the wrong way. You've got to get rid of it, get it out and we've got to wake up tomorrow and get on and uh, start planning for uh, Liverpool away on Saturday. There you go, that is what the gaffer had to say. He was angry and he was frustrated. He blamed the players, he blamed the ref. Never took any blame himself. Though. John, do you want to finish exactly what you were saying? Because as you told me whilst we were listening to that clip, I rudely cut you off, so please feel free. I'm just saying, as, as we stand here now, of our team as it is, our, I would say our strongest part of the team is our midfield. We've got Noble, who's playing well. He's in a very sort of bad season. Morrison, who's like showing good glimpses of quality. Then you've got Diarmi, who can dominate a game. And he just seems to continuously bypass our midfield. They they seem to look like they are, they're meant to pass sideways, backwards, and then they lump it. Yeah. And it's starting to grind a bit, and it's going to cost us because, you know, if he if he starts playing to type, he's, he's sort of like teetering. And the way people's opinions of Allardyce at West Ham in the first place, you know, there's a large proportion who 
will never accept what he what he does, or a proportion, maybe not a large proportion, but there's a proportion of fan group who will never accept him. There's a majority of us who are just happy to have a proper manager, I would say, and someone come in and sorted the club out. But he's never sort of been warmly accepted, has he? And he's going to... By many. And he's going to, I think... He's, he's, no, I, I, I'm, I'm finding downfall. myself agreeing with you. Uh, 93 long balls, far too many. We should have played and passed it around midfield a lot more for the Palace game. It's all well and good saying the Stuart Downing goal should have stood. It, it should have done. It could have changed the game. It could have done. You know, but if couldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't, don't matter. And the last words of a fool. Um, Is it? We need to, we should have changed the game around. We didn't play well enough in the second half. It's a real shame. The Palace game was a real shame, wasn't it? Yeah. Because we'd had the win at Fulham, win that one. You're not likely to win at Anfield, were we? Well, the big test is going to be Sunderland. You know, it must be a a must-win game. And there there were rumours going around that um, he faces a sack if we lose against Sunderland. But I understand... We lose true. against Sunderland and lose against Tottenham in the Carling Cup. He could be gone. No, he won't be. I said the whole time. It won't be. Uh, but we'll more of that see. later. We'll wait and see. I have it on good authority. Let's move on to uh, another away trip, another day out. And let's move on day. to Liverpool. We did have a good day. I'm sure you'll hear some of that in a second in the outside broadcast. Some of you love it. Some of you hate it. Yeah. Um, let's just go through the stats first. Yeah, let's go we'll through We'll play the, the outside broadcast and then we'll talk about the game. Yeah. So the stats were West Ham 36% possession, Liverpool 64. Obviously the score was 4-1 to Liverpool. West Ham had eight shots with one on target. Liverpool had 32 shots with eight on target. Yeah, no. Uh, long balls, Liverpool 51, West Ham 62. Most long balls, Liverpool, Steven Gerrard, West Ham United, who... James Collins. Steven Gerrard is a long ball merchant. That's, uh, what a surprise. So let's listen to our outside broadcast. Uh, Sean did bring along his little recording device. Yeah. We didn't probably record as much as we should no, have, mainly because we were stuck on a train for the majority drinking. of it. And um, sort of after we went 2-0 down, I think we forgot <laughs> until we got back to London Euston when a man threw up. But I'll, I'll leave that, that special bit for later. Here it is. So we've made it up to Scouselands. We've just got a, a train uh, from Euston at silly o'clock in the morning. We've just got, it's 12 o'clock midday. We're in Liverpool. Well, it was, it was quite early for a Saturday. And I'm with John, George, local Bassett, which I was calling Barry, but we might call him Barry. And Jarvo, who's been a, a, a guest of the podcast once before. So, before we start and we get too beery, John... After loss against Palace, what do you expect today? Not, not a massive amount, but I never had much hope anyway. Come up here, I've come for the day out, Sean. So let's not be negative, Dave. George. Yes. Uh, any kind of result, or is it just about the drinking? You've got Diet Coke, have you, or is that a real... It's actually full, full fat Coke. <laughs> but I have been drinking as well, it's just I got it free with my burger. Um, I don't think we'll win, no, I'm just here for the jolly. Right, moving on to Bassett. Barry. Bassett Barry. Barry. Uh, you must be positive about today, because these two guys are really negative. Very positive. Big result coming this way. 4-1, West Ham, come on. 4-1. Right, Jarvo. Jarvo, now talk some, talk some sense and talk some sense on the Sam Out Brigade as well oh I, it is yeah it's uh, I, I don't think he should go he's in the lot there's no point in getting rid of a manager every two years you know it doesn't bring any stability to the club 
I think the football he's playing isn't brilliant, but and we haven't been grinding that results. But I think we'll, we'll be safe this season with Sam. We'll be safe. But the result today. Forever the optimist. 1-0 West Ham, Stuart Downing against his old club. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, we've just ordered our grub, so we're at table 30 in the Witherspoons pub waiting for our grub. I say we will park the bus, we'll grind out a result, and, and Mark Noble penalty, 1-0. 50 years of her over, and we celebrate in uh, Liverpool for the rest of the yeah. evening, guys. Yeah. Are we here? Come on, you are. Come on, you are. Just arrived in Anfield. George, excited? Uh, yeah, it should be all right. What do you think of the view? Uh, it could be better. I blame John on his uh, one point. John, you're sitting down, old man. Excited about the game? I'm sitting down waiting for the game in anticipation, Sean. Excited? Yes, excited. Good. Well, we're a few minutes before kickoff, and uh, I'm sure we'll check back later to see how well we do or how worse we do. John? What? What you got to say? What, what I just said to you? Yeah. Oh, we're holding our own. We're doing all right. Not uh, the... How long's gone? Was it 15 minutes? Yeah, 10 minutes. 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we're doing all right.
George, are you happy? Half an hour, hold. It's really quiet here. It's a library. Is it a library, George? Anfield Library. George, 2 0 down, what can save us? Can't call. Yeah, John, 2 0 down. It's, it's, it's got to be Carlton, isn't it? It's like yeah, sorry we haven't been in touch, but we're 2 0 down. Half time, we've had many beers. I missed both goals because I was in the bar. But Carlton Cole can save us, John. Yeah, no, I mean, we haven't looked terrible today. But, you know, luck's gone against us with their goal. Demolone goal and Skirtle, you think, for the second? We think, yeah. Well, I think, I, I, I'm well, think it's at the other end. So. I don't know, I was down in the bar. But we are looking all right. But, you know, my ego. Is that a bad game today, I'm afraid? Worried whether we make the train home? I'm not worried, sure. Are you worried whether we're going to make the train home? Not now, no, no. Good. Okay, well, there we go. 2 0 to Liverpool. And uh, suddenly the crowd of Liverpool have started cheering. We haven't heard anything from them all day, have we? Not really. They're still sitting down very quietly. Is it a library? What I don't understand is why every, well, most teams place the away fans next to the family stand. That's clearly the family stand. Everyone's very quiet. Yeah, they do that. I don't know why they do that. Anyway, here we go. we're still in this game, not 2 uh, 0. The, tr- the trouble is, Sean, our, our trouble is, is that we know when we when we go 1 0 down that we very rarely score a goal. Oh! So, that was nearly 3 0. But that's the trouble, isn't it? That when we go 1 0 down, you know that's kind of game over because we, we're not going to score a goal ourselves, are we? True, true. <laughs> Sarcastic with he's with he's all one in the box and goal. Gotta love it, yeah. you know. Two one, it. two one, West Ham one, Liverpool. And they've all gone quiet, they've all gone quiet here. They've all gone all quiet again. Is it all sat library? down, they've all gone quiet. How amusing. Yeah, really. Cheerio, cheerio. 3-1, I think that's it. 80. 80 minutes gone, that's 3-1, game over. Finally made it back to uh, London Euston. By the way, the game game finished 4-1, I don't know if we mentioned that, but we lost 4-1 and we had a lot of fun and games, but basically someone someone nearly got stabbed apparently in a cab, we didn't see it, John was late for the cab, we nearly missed the cab, the the bloke said he wasn't waiting, that bloke's just been sick, and um, and we we waited on... um, Birmingham for 45 minutes. So, anything to say before we sign off, George? I feel a bit sick now. I just saw a man throw up. <laughs> John? Oh, I feel fine. I could do with a little beer. It's either beer or bed now, isn't it? So, beer, 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 beer. Beds, bed. And, uh, yeah, 
And we, we had we had endless fun tweeting uh, at Virgin Trains, <laughs> at Virgin Trains, asking them why all the problems with West Ham. We didn't even mention the problem with all the trains. We just asked them well, about West Ham. What we were really disappointed with was the fact that they delayed us by over an hour, and then they had the buffet car shut, so we couldn't get any beers or anything. Or dinner. Yeah. Anyway, now back to the studio. There you go. That was our day out in Liverpool. Yeah, man, mm. being sick. We've we've got the T-shirt, haven't we? Now Train we've delays. been to Anfield, but I was I was really. Did you buy a T-shirt? No, I didn't buy a T-shirt. Why would you, why would you buy? A t-shirt? We, we were offered use we, that. Expression? We were offered DVDs <laughs> and perfume. Perfume. <laughs> well, what was the bloke? Did he say? Freshly stolen. stolen. You seem to the whole your whole approach to that day out, Sean, was as if you were twelve or something. You're just like, oh, we've no, we've done it, we've made it. Oh, even your blog is all like viewpoint from a 12 year old got really excited didn't you Sean? i did get excited it's one we can say we've done although you know it was a, i thought i was a bit shocked when uh you know java and his friends said that someone pulled a knife on them and that was witnessed by other people as, as a liverpool fan said and that does go on uh, but i as i said in the blog i was completely underwhelmed by the stadium itself and the atmosphere the stadium itself Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. ...was tired, old, and the infrastructure couldn't cope. And the actual stadium atmosphere was, you know, the famous cop. Where was it? They were quiet, weren't they? Even when they scored, they didn't. Where are you? Where's your famous cop? Let's be having you. And, but the only thing I did like, and I did put in the blog, and I don't know if you noticed it, I really like the idea you could buy beer from the programme seller. West Ham should do that at the bowling. Imagine we could just... But they were selling it. bottles and the bar was selling pints. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Same then price, I guess, was it? £3.80, I don't know. We never went to the bar. But I like going to the programme seller and going, you've got a couple of beers. I think that's a good idea. I just like that. There was no queue there. So if you wanted to queue, you could get a I was really pint. surprised because there was no queue there. I said, have you still got, you still got beers? Like, I wondered yeah. if, like, really? <laughs> I wondered if you had to buy a programme. You had to buy a programme with your pints. That would make sense, really. Yeah. Anyway. anyway I think we've done... The game itself, yeah. I think we've done all right for the first 40-odd minutes interview. Yeah, we I, did. I think we were... It was a... Uh, Performance-wise, it was pretty decent. Maiga missed a good opportunity in the first half to put us one up when the army put the ball across. And it's the same old thing if we had a striker we'd be all right. But I think it was a pretty good spirit. I was quite impressed, really. We looked all right. Uh, talking about Maigo, because just got to mention frailties. Didn't put it on the running order, 
but we have put a link on Facebook. Terry on Talksport. Yeah, he's yeah, a legend. You isn't sort he? of like all that. I did. I just like Terry and his. I mean, he's bonkers. Don't get me wrong. He but Terry to, went did on Talksport. Yeah, yeah. He King. went. I said. I went up to Sam Allardyce and I said, "Why are you playing Mega?" And, and he just shrugged his shoulders. If you want to listen to Terry, the link is on our Facebook it, it group, is. which is facebook.com forward slash podcast. Comedy gold. Player ratings, Stuart Downing tops the list again. But he got a gash. James Collins is second, and you see Yaskolainen is third. At the bottom, guess who? Kevin Nolan. Mm. Uh, Sam Allardyce, very, just above him, slightly. I'll tell you who's impressed me every time I've seen him so far this year. George McCartney. George McCartney. He's quality, isn't he? But I think he's, he's been pretty good. Look at the scale, though. So, Kevin Nolan, look at the scale. He got two and a bit. This is out of ten, remember? Mm. So well, not Stuart Downing just only only got just over six. So. Well, that, so that's not good. Everyone except for Stuart Downing were under six. But if you look at the Palace game, Stuart Downing got less than a six. Yeah. Makes no sense. It's it's just, just well, serious. it tells you it's two losses. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think, I think we... I've, I've, I didn't come out of there thinking we were terrible No, that me day. either. No, me, me either. So, uh, you know. I was actually quite... But overall, you glad we went. We paid um, £44.50 for our ticket, £26 for our return. Thank you, George. Half of <coughs> which we will be getting back. Half of which we're getting back. Um, we did have a bit of an adventure, but I, I don't know. It all adds to the, oh, a good the day, day doesn't it? It was a good day. We were pretty pissed off while Although we were stuck at a station. We did, we did, uh, we did leave half Liverpool time. at half past five and got home just before midnight. So, yeah, so well, I was. Uh, I just like to say that on that outside broadcast where it sort of says, "I said we, we're not going to score a goal." That's the trouble when we go one nil down away from home. We're not going to score a goal, and then two minutes later, there's a me, there's everyone cheering that we'd scored. That was an own goal. Yeah. Well, you still don't counts. have to justify it. I do class it as a goal. Still I went home happy because I saw West Ham score a goal. You can't ask so more than an away goal. That's the only reason you go to away games for away we goals. We didn't expect to win there. Would you go to Anfield again? I would. Yeah, yeah I, I would. would if it's a yeah, you know, opportunity arises and it's at the right time. Yeah, go again. Yeah, yeah. I would. Next yeah. time we wait at Liverpool. For maybe some of the starting players. Oh yes, to come because out. you you heard that the the players yeah. got a train back. Yeah, yeah. We could have got the pl- train back with them. We should have. Oh, that would have been have. lovely. Yeah. Let's hear what Sam Allardyce had to say for yeah. the Liverpool Let's game. Let's hear what excuses the gaffer had to say. At the end of the day, Sam, it's a defeat. But in that first half, you'll feel that you had chances before they took the lead to get in front yourself. Yes, well, I mean, but Liverpool are where they are because they take the chances and where we are because we don't. And that's not, nothing more simple than that when you look at the, uh, the way the game panned out. And, of course, the signal for us was, was the way that Liverpool actually got the first goal. I mean, you know, from our point of view, Yussi's made a good save and, and unfortunately, it's Guy de Mel on the knee and goes in the back of the net. And now, now we're 1-0 we're down where we should have been coming in at 0-0 uh, at and... Um, like I said, we had had opportunities to score, but you know, from there on, the most disappointing for me was conceding the goal as early as we did in the second half, when we when we showed a lot of good defending work and a lot of well, well resilient work in, in, in frustrating Liverpool today and breaking out and creating our own opportunities to to play and cause them a few problems, and then you know that that just lifted them, which we didn't need to do, and and I think that um, 
it was easy stoppable the free kick how long it was a wasn't a Stevie Gerrard brilliant one it was an easy one for us to to defend and and then we lost it for a while where Liverpool um, were really up for it but then when we saw the change around once we got the goal and and uh, we got the opportunities then to get out of our own half and, and get at Liverpool for a, for a little spell. All we needed was to try and maintain that for that little bit longer. Uh, but I have to say that, you know, the third goal for us, again, people might actually say what an excellent goal, an excellent cross, but realistically, when you look at the three defenders we had in there, they shouldn't have let Suarez get free, really, you know. So that killed us then. So we've, we've, you know, we've had our spells, and, and like I say, you must be resilient for the whole of the, the whole of the game. And, and today, when, and when we needed to hang on that little bit, we didn't, and that's just at the end of the first half. And then, of course, um, when we got back to two-one, um, we may not, a, we may not have won at the end. Um, we, we gave it a good goal. We got it back to two-one, uh, but like I said, once we, once they got the third, that was. You know, that was us really, um, and them lifted again, and of course, got a bit of a deflected goal, and, and so we've lost a, an own goal, and we've lost a deflected goal out of the four, so nothing seems to be going, going that well for us at the minute. Losing the game is bad enough, Sam, but you've also lost your captain now for three games, Kevin Nolan sent off. No, just the worse than that, we've lost Stuart Downing for a horrible tackle uh, by Flanagan in the first minute, and uh, he's, he's uh, going to need 15, 20 stitches in a an Achilles calf gas show. He, he had to get rushed off to hospital. So, uh, so I, I don't disagree with the Kevin sending off. But if that's going to be sending off, then unfortunately, uh, young Flanagan should have been should have been red carded as well. So it's consistent you're looking for. And um, when you see the tackle, um, I'm sure sure everybody will agree, apart from obviously Liverpool one. And how long will Stuart likely to be out for now? Do you think? I would have thought quite a while now. Uh, which we, we can't, can't do without, and obviously Kevin, um, you know, shouldn't have done what he did, and uh, and, and that's uh, very disappointing as well. So, so it's, it's, so what started to be looking quite good for us as the day has ended up not only uh, the dip result, but also two players that will be missing, which we can ill afford with our injury list at the moment. There he is, Sam Allardyce, the king, giving his reflection on the Liverpool game. Yeah. There you but, go. You know, we didn't expect to win it. We we did do well for forty minutes, and we got to concentrate on the Sunderland game now. Hey! But tomorrow, tomorrow Tuesday, right. is it's something the, the club are regretting now. Yeah, probably regretting. It is the season ticket holders forum. Four hundred season ticket holders are going to the bowling, and it's between seven and eight p.m. Um, you've got uh, Sam Allardyce and Kevin Noland on a red card. Um, Noland again, then. Nolan, uh, <laughs> doing a question and answer. Noland. So um, I spoke to the club today. The first 15 minutes, they're going to do a little bit of, you know, talking about our current predicament and, you know, probably answer a few things before we get to answer them. Then there's 45 minutes of questions. Now, they did have to be sent in advance to the club at 5pm Monday, but the club have been very pointed out to me today that that doesn't mean they're filtering questions. Uh, they just want to maybe take out recurring questions. Well, they will be answering the difficult questions. I have been reassured. A source close to the club told me today. So we'll see. I'm going there. I'll be recording it on my dictaphone. 
Um, I don't know what the quality will be like. Maybe you can play some of the clips. Maybe we'll put it out as a special. Yeah, maybe. Depends on you know how good the, the sound is. You should ask the club if that's all right. No, I'm not going to ask the club if it's all right. It's a season ticket thing, and we're not signing a confidentiality agreement uh, for a, fa- a, a season ticket fans forum. They've got to respect the season ticket holders. I know quite a few people that are going. Uh, Adam and Gavin can you put, is can, going. Nigel's going. Can you put the recorder then? on the desk in front of them when they answer are you allowed to do that is it like can uh, you do that as like maybe. a press thing that's a good point I, I will ask ask to do that I'll ask and then what you then want to do is just scribble down every question so that yeah, you can then yeah. relate them. I bet you he's not going to allow me to do that <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to put it next to the desk next to them well, we'll see we'll you'll see. see how it goes I'll ask him I'm sure it'll be fun oh 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 one nil hole oh 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 Danny Graham not celebrating. Anyway, um, earlier on today on the Facebook group, George, I asked what question our listeners would like to ask at this forum tomorrow. I did offer you two guys to come along with me tomorrow. You two guys. But you couldn't be asked, basically. Well, now you sort of said, I've got myself a ticket for this fans forum thing. I think there's about ten left. Do you want to try and grab one? And well, you... I couldn't be asked to try and grab one. If you'd have said... I've got some tickets. Do you want to come? Then I probably would have done. Really? Yeah. Here, George? Here, uh, uh, I can't remember what I said. Get would you have come? Uh, I'm, I'd like to go tomorrow night now, yeah. Now I know what predicament we're in. and oh, right. Now, <laughs> well, now like we know who's going to be there. I don't think at the time... If we you were sorted out, you know, if you're... If you're, in, you're in the situation where you could allocate these... Or get hold of these tickets, I would have had one. If it's, it's the fact that you, I'm working on a building site somewhere and you say to me, there's a ticket, do you want to try and grab it? Oh, no, I ain't got a chance in hell, mate. If I could arrange two extra tickets tomorrow, would you come? Not this short notice. No, I can't make it now, sorry. <coughs> All right, there you go. Here is what some of our listeners have, have, have want you to ask, Sean. Tom Wayne says, this one's to Sam, do you accept full responsibility for spending our entire transfer budget on an injured striker and a winger leaving us woefully short up front? Yeah. You, you asked that one. That's got. That's, that's got to come out. That yeah, question. I, I think it could be rephrased somewhat. But yeah, Dave O'Meara has said, "DG, have you ever thought about writing a book?" Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Michael Johnson to Sam says, "Why do you continually pay underperforming, out of form players, i.e., Miger and Nolan?" Toby Fisher says, ESA "Good to meet you. Contract. Good to meet you, boys in the stands at Anfield, by the way, and you, Toby." Oh, was he um, the guy behind us in the stand at yeah. Anfield? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, is Sam looking to introduce any prospects from the academy? What lessons has the board and manager taken from the errors we made in the last transfer window? Do we have any money for January or have we got to sell first? Chris Miles says, what's the plan if Carol's return is either delayed or re- reoccurs? Matt Liston says, do any of them know where my keys are? I had them earlier, but I can't find them. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Terry Bonds. Nolan, are you looking forward to your rest? This is a point, really. Someone should ask him that. Say, did yeah. he get sent off him on purpose because it's Christmas? Oh, do you know what the question should ask? And I will say allegedly and everything. No, I can't say that, can I? You know, you know the story that's going around at the moment in, in the main papers? No. Well, in the sun on Sunday. But who's in the sun on Sunday? Quote Sean, the sun on it, Sunday. Sean, well, it, the betting scam. Oh, okay. Do you get where I'm going? Yeah. I couldn't say that because that would be libelous. Would it? Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't say that. 
accusations. Yeah, but we wouldn't we wouldn't make an accusation. That's really like bad, that. actually. We should talk about that. Cristiano Monta- Montana. Montana, Christian Montana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> but he was with us, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Yeah, and so, Sam Sodge as well. Yeah. yeah. He's a decent defender for Brentford anyway. Uh, more than just a podcast, wants to make it absolutely clear we're not uh, suggesting any current member of the West Ham playing uh, yeah, What players, are you trying to say, Sean? You just, um, was just get a red card deliberately for... Uh, I don't think so. I think his head went. His head went. That's what I'd say. George Stone is the last one on our Facebook group to ask a question. It says, Nolan, why did you completely ignore the fans on Saturday when you led the players out for their warm-up? You didn't even look at us even when they did their running bit right in front of us. We don't know because we went in the ground. We were probably yeah, in the we ground, in the, but we, we were downstairs. downstairs. We? Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Do we have a... Mind the gap. Mind the gap. So, um... One story I'm just about to publish on West Ham Till I Die tomorrow morning, it will be Tuesday morning, is an article that came out on the weekend in, in the Daily Mail and West Ham also released a statement on Sunday, which was a journalist called Alex Miller, who's a, a freelance journalist, uh, wrote this big story that West Ham fans are pretty pissed off because there's going to be a lack of atmosphere because there's a great big... 15 <laughs> metres, did I, did I say atmosphere? I don't know what you said, it wasn't English. There is going to be a 15 metre gap between the upper tier and the lower tier. So, first of all, I believe it was a bit of lazy journalism, to be honest. So I did some research, and I emailed Alex Miller, who didn't reply, um, but did a bit of research, and basically, he got this info from a, from a forum, an online forum by architects. It's a building it's called Skyscraper City, John. You're in the building trade. Do you know it? Yeah, I'm always on uh, building <laughs> trade don't, don't you, forums. Don't you post a blog on Skyscraper <laughs> City? Yeah, I, like, I like to do a blog. I do one for a very famous company. So, um, basically, <laughs> some guys have just put in some drawings on that, uh, what they think would happen, and he's written a world exclusive on it, and it's completely wrong. And what's going to happen That is, diagram is terrible, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, the contract for the main conversion has not been awarded yet i understand we spoke to someone didn't we in anfield that the contract will be awarded on december the third 23rd it's likely to be um sir robert McAlpine. 100 million pound conversion if you and, and in this article i'll go on if you see what they've done to the roof so a 41 million pound contract was uh, given to balford bt yeah do you know what they've said this week balfour bt, balfour BT. They've they've changed it. They've changed it. It was a ridged roof, and they've changed it, and they've made all kinds of changes now. Now they've been awarded the contract to do it. And I say, a £100 million contract, when it's awarded, I'm sure they're going to sort this gap issue out. The gap issue is behind the goals on the south and north ends, behind the goals, where there may or may not be many fans in the upper anyway, because remember, they reduced the fans in the upper from 55 to about 35,000. And it, it, there's not been that same gap on the east and west. So all I say is, calm down. Let's calm not panic. Down. Let's see it's what sure happens. Walking outside Anfield in the calm home down, end. Calm, calm down, down, calm I did, down. I did. I would say, wait and see. One, one quick I want to pick up. It's not on the running order, but I did mention it. Um, I know you guys didn't listen, but the podcast did get mentioned. The BBC uh, radio thing I did, they called me up to talk about the FA Cup draw. And they were talking about, we're playing Nottingham Forest. Um, and I said, I hope that's a good game for Andy 
Carol to Target to come back. And um, I supported Sam and said, we've got to stick with Sam and we can't do a knee-jerk reaction. I don't know if you still believe in that. Do you believe, I'm going to ask you two this question, if he loses against Sunderland, he loses against Spurs, as you've just said, and loses against um, Man United and loses against Arsenal. Yeah? Are you asking me? I'm asking both of you. Should the board sack him? Yes. I don't, I, think, I don't think they're sacking him. I no, don't think they should sack they should. him. I think they should. I what just, are you on about? That'll be like seven losses on the bounce. Oh, George, yeah, but look just, at those games. Man United away, Spurs away. Same old shit. Some time and time again. They're just getting rid of getting rid. You know. Build. He, I think they should stick with I, him. I, Even if we get relegated, I think we should keep him in the championship. Oh, no. If we get relegated, I don't think so. But I... I mean, it's starting to feel that way, you know. We've all had that feeling when the crowd turns and the songs change, and yeah. it's starting to feel like relegation. But I'd, it's just, it's just not good to keep yeah. chopping and changing. And, we, and I, what I really hope, what I, this is something I'd like to know from tomorrow's question time. I hope that for January, for the first of January, we've got a striker lined up. I hope yeah. they've done all well, the groundwork now. That. So they they asked me about on the BBC. Um, we should get a, the striker lined up. And I said, the problem is, who wants to play sick and fiddle to Andy Carroll? It will still be the same. Andy Carroll will be coming back by then. So we've still got to get a striker to play second fiddle to Andy Carroll. Well, they're going to have to do whatever they need to do. But who wants to do that, John? They need to make, they need to make it clear to them that we'll be playing two up front. We're going to be doing a rotation. We'll get them in two, two up front. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you make Tell them we're playing two up front. Yeah, if he doesn't do it, laugh. then it's tough Sam shit. Sam playing two up but front. Carol's, Carol's likely Defoe, to break down just playing, again. Defoe just playing off Carroll, maybe. Carroll's likely to break down, or he's likely to... I agree. ...have a very slow build into the seed. Another quick question. I know we're running out of time, George. Jeremy Nicholas has offered to come back for free. Should the club accept that? He believes he could get the crowd going again. He said there's no it atmosphere depends on the circumstances. since he's left. Depends on the circumstances that he's left the club. Ooh. Interesting. John? I don't mind. doesn't really bother me. Could I don't he, think it's going to make that much of a difference. No, I don't, I think, don't it think so. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I invited him to come to Trevor Pooking Lower. He says there's no atmosphere. I said there is a little bit of atmosphere still with us boys down in the Trevor Pooking Lower. We still sing. More just a podcast fantasy league update. Oh, how you doing? There's a new leader. He's the friend of the show. His name is XWHU employee with 971 points. Yeah, he's done well. George is still in a close second with 954 points. Well done, George. Sean's up to third place with 945 points. That's nine points behind George. Catching you. Well, no, I was five points. I'm losing ground on you now. Nine points. Yeah, but I was about oh, five yeah. points And I got you. John Joe Shelby playing tonight. <sighs> so. uh, John's in the top 20. At 19th with well 872 done, points. Well done, You're John. way off there. You've <laughs> done well, Reece is unfortunately <laughs> down another five places to 101st. Only 19 places off the bottom. And at 120th, at the bottom of the league, remains Tom Boylan with 462 points. I can't, I can't believe Reese is on the third page now. He, he must just be going for last place, mustn't He's he? He's just now? not bothered, is he? Um, um, did you any, put in... I'm just going to ask you, did you put in... Uh, who have you put up front? Have you got Aguero now? Got Guerrero, Lukaku, and the other bloke, Suarez. Yeah, so like. Tom Wayne asks us, does anyone know how far Reed is coming back? It's Christmas. Far off January, yeah, by New Year. I think he, he'll probably be He tweeted a nice picture of him today, lying in the sunshine with a drink. Who anyone said Tompkins was... Uh, 
Injured. You, John? I said Tomkins. Yeah, got Tomkins a went off injured against Liverpool. And it, six, how, how long? Six weeks. You're it? joking. No. Really? Do you do you ever read Twitter? Yeah, is it six weeks though? Where did you I get that know. from? You're Ian, joking. Ian Abrahams. All oh, right. Okay. Oh, a reliable source then. I will have to check he that was, one out. Was he not voted the worst in the no? Yeah. Uh, I will check that out. He, I, that he, one's passed me by. He is on in, connected to the club and he's come out more bad news for West Ham. The hamstring likely to be around Peter, Peter Martin says, keep Big Fat Sam for now. He's got us into this mess and he'll have to get us out of it. He won't want relegation on his CV, so to work, we'll work hard, whereas a new manager can just blame the previous incumbent for all the problems. Nigel Khan says, Palace defeat was shocking. One down needing a goal, it surely would have been better to have two strikers on the pitch. If we can't play with two strikers against Palace, then we never will. Allardyce's record in the Premier, Premier League is worse than Roder's at the moment. Every game that goes past is one game nearer that he leaves our club. But looking at our owner's ability to point managers either here or at Brum, then I really fear for our club. Shocking. Saying that, I've seen us play worse at Liverpool, so didn't expect any different. Andy Haggerston says, Jarvis appears to not want the ball when we are in possession and frequently hides, releases the ball very quickly when he gets it. Has anyone else noticed this? <laughs> hey, John. Yeah, John, have you I noticed think it's that? terrible. Oh, that's another question. Stand, your manager, you stand by your signings. Do you think that Jarvis has been worth the thirty-five yeah. mil you and, spent on him? Downing's going to be out <laughs> for quite a few weeks now, isn't he? With his gash. With his gash. Uh, Twenty-five s- stitch gash. Andy Haggerston also says second half on Saturday saw us miss you, missing arguably our best four players in Carroll, Reed, Downing, and Ravel. Most teams would struggle hugely under these circumstances, anyway. He also says, I don't personally get the same sense of hopelessness that I did under Uncle Avram. True. That is true. And he says he would stick by Allardyce. Because on Saturday, it must be save our season. Yeah. <laughs> Terry, remember that. Terry, yeah. Terry Bonds says, is Sean on Barry Hearn's Christmas list? Well, Barry Start has list. emailed me and called me a few times, so I would hope so. I would hope I will get a Christmas card from Barry. Mark Hagen says we expected to lose against Liverpool. The defeat by Palace is hard to take, but it's really not surprising given the length of time since back-to-back wins. Best thing to come out of this weekend is Nolan going for his seasonal rest, which forces Big Sam into playing Rav further up the pitch. Maybe, just maybe, Big Sam will see what everyone else does. Rav is greater than Nolan, although I do doubt it. And sorry, do, do, Scott, sorry, do you, does anyone really think that he's... Picked his three much band ready for his Christmas break. <laughs> oh, so it now here's a different take. You're saying he got banned for Christmas so he can have Christmas that's what off. I, that's what yeah, I said. That's what you oh, said did earlier. you? Yeah. Oh, mm. I was going on a different angle. I know but, you uh, were. Yeah, but, you went off on some weird yeah. tangent. Yeah, I. It was quite. It, uh, it's it been was known. quite a deliberate red card, wasn't it? Really. It but it is. There was a bloke on Talksport on that Adrian Durham was talking about tonight. He was calling Collymore on Saturday night who said that the fact that Nolan being out for three games is a blessing in disguise and that he's the worst captain we've ever had. And then there was a quick phone-in and someone said, no, he's not, he's the second worst. The worst was Matthew, Matthew Upson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I disagree with that. I think he's a great captain. I just don't think he's oh. such a great player. Lovely, I think Kev. he's a great captain. There's Lovely, a difference. Love you, Kev. Love you, Kev. Scott George Smallman says, are any of the more team attending the season ticket holders for tomorrow evening? I don't know if that was a joke or not. <laughs> maybe know. maybe it was because you do keep saying that you're going. Am I? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, by the way, I'm going. Oh, are you? Don't you write, doesn't he write a blog for, uh, yeah. who do I write for? West Ham. And what are you doing on, what are you doing on Wednesday, Sean? Uh, on Wednesday, I am, um, I'm going along to the West Ham Independent Supporters Association. Which is, what's your position? Well, I'm not at liberty to discuss that yet because we haven't done a press announcement yet, John. So I'm not at liberty to discuss what my relationship is. Do you think the press will pick up that press announcement? I think when we're ready to launch and when we're ready to make a press announcement, I do believe that it will get some traction, yes, George. But I I can't make a public announcement on that at the moment, John. Thanks for asking. I'd just like to give you the uh, oxygen... (laughs) You've noticed I haven't discussed that particular <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up Predictions for Sunderland at home 2-1 loss really? really Well this is a save our season It's a must win game It's a six pointer How many more cliches can I y- use I miss the uh, Fulham game John's missing the Sunderland game um, I'm going to go For a 3-0 Win there you go, I've said it. I'll go for a very nervy 1-0 win. Have we decided who's coming with us, George, by the way? I've asked Louis. Yeah? Yeah, he's, he's going to let me know. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening to Maundra's Podcast Podcast. Podcast. I have been George. I have been Sean. I've been John. <laughs> <laughs> and Reese hasn't been here. I hope Reece you all don't want to go now and jump off a bridge somewhere. Yeah. Thank you for it's listening to our podcast. I really thought we'd done all right. Yeah, we've done all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be we're, all right. We're West Ham fans. We're used to it. Come on, you Irons. Come on, you Irons. Come on, you Irons. Bye. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.